Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. I'm doing really good. Thank you very much, Reed. Well, thanks for coming on the show tonight, and uh, welcome to the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, pretty cool here that you're joining the club. Tell us a little bit about how this opportunity shook down for you, Archie. Well, you know, it, it, it happened here a couple of weeks ago that I got a call from Ken Holland. It was after the NHL draft, and uh, Steve Eiserman had asked me earlier at our meetings in Detroit if I would welcome uh, a phone call from Ken um, because he had inquired uh, – as to whether he could have permission to speak to me. And um, I said I would wait for Kenny's call. He called me after the draft and spoke to me and said that he was, you know, going to make some changes and he wanted to know if I would come on board. And, and I talked to my wife and everything. And being an Alberta boy and born and raised in Calgary and, of course, always calling Alberta home, it was an opportunity for me after many, 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 many years to come back home, I guess, to Alberta and work for somebody that um, – I not only have worked for before, but um, I've worked, uh, I've known for many, many years and a person that I, I believe in uh, very, very much. Well, and great lead into my next question. Uh, I mean, Ken's obviously been in the NHL for a long time, very successful with Detroit. I'm getting to know him a little bit professionally just through the uh, media GM relationship and Seems to me it would be a very uh, very laid back, no pretense with Ken. Obviously, you've known him a long time. Maybe your sense, Archie, of uh, why he's he's the right guy for the situation the Oilers are in, not just given his experience, but maybe given his personality as well. Well, I mean, he's a Western Canada boy as well. And uh, the thing is about Ken Hall and having won the Stanley Cups that he has, people can look at it and say, oh, well, he had a great team and he had this and he had that. The bottom line is is He's the guy that put them together. And you're right, he is laid back. He's very, very much a sports fan. And he's the type of guy that has a plan in place leading up to whatever his end goals will be. And having worked with him, it's completely different than just knowing him. And uh, I saw that firsthand in Detroit. What we did in Detroit in the four years since the 25-year playoff record was halted was we basically went back to the grassroots the Detroit Red Wings have been left with an abundance of draft picks in the last two years. They have more draft picks coming in the next two years. They've got a tremendous amount of prospects in their cupboard. They have some of the best under 25-year-old players in the National Hockey League today, and they have a tremendous amount of cap space left. Ken Holland left them with that, and I know that he's going to do much the same thing in Detroit at given time. In, in terms of how you want to approach this, Archie, uh, I, I mean, I've, the, the Oilers have made a change here with uh, with the pro scouting. There were some, you know, trades and additions that, that didn't work the way people were hoping over the last uh, couple of years. Ken's talked a little bit about speed. We've talked a lot about depth scoring. You know, are where where are these players? How can you uh, how can you uh, uh, obtain them? What kind of types of things do you want to look for here uh, as you get out there? Well, the number one thing is is people have to understand you're you're not going to just go out and and 
steal players from other organizations. Players that are good players are, are not on the market to be traded. There are different opportunities throughout the as years go by uh, where players do become available for whatever different reasons, and that's going to happen more and more with the, the, the cap space that you have on your particular team. Right now with our club, we don't have a lot of cap space, so we're limited as to what we can do. Now, we've talked you know, through the free agency, and we've continued to talk in different ways that we're going to be able to improve the team. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, how you sustain a strong franchise that competes for a Stanley Cup long term is through the drafting and developing of your own players. It's very, very important to add that we've also added Tyler Wright uh, from the Detroit Red Wings to the Edmonton Oilers. He'll be the director of amateur scouting. And Tyler has done a really good job in Detroit with Kenny. Kenny gives his people a directive. He expects them to follow that. He expects us to follow his plan. We're all a member of the team, just as, and I will say this, the media is in Edmonton, just as all the people who work for the Edmonton Oilers are, just as the upper executive, Bob Nicholson, and our tremendous ownership in Daryl Couch, but also the fans of the Edmonton Oilers. We're all in this together. And we're all going to make this thing grow, and we're all going to turn this thing into something that we're all very, very proud of behind Ken Holland's leadership. You know, Archie, I, I'm curious your take on on the, the speed of the game in the NHL because every player I interviewed says how it's ramped up. Um, you know, I had Mark Letestu on the show a couple of weeks ago after he signed with Winnipeg, and he, and he said, yeah, it is indeed faster, um, but – you have to still be productive or you still have to have another dimension. So I'm just curious your take on that because there's a lot of talk about speed, 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 but I've always thought it's great to get somewhere before everybody else, but you better be able to do something once you get there. Oh, you have to be able to skate. There's no question, but you have to have hockey sense as well. You got to be able to know how to play the game and you got to be able to make plays. The game really hasn't changed so much as far as the thinking process of it. It is faster, don't get me wrong, and things do happen at a higher speed, but you've got to be able to know how to play the game too, and that comes from hockey sense. And that will be part of what we try to identify as we move forward. But I would say the other thing what Kenny is very strong on, he's very strong on character. He wants players, and I'm not talking about toughness and fighting and all that. I'm talking about players that come to play. You can have a player that's super fast, he don't come to play. You can have a player that's not very skilled, but boy, he comes to play. He's like a junkyard dog. And if you've got any kind of hockey sense, that's the kind of player that the Edmonton Oilers are going to look for. Archie Henderson joining us in Inside Sports, joining the Edmonton Oilers as Director of Pro Scouting. Archie, great stuff there. Um, we'll have to try to have a, a longer sit-down with some memories from your playing days when we have time, too. But I, I do want to just pop back to one, because not your first experience as a member of the Oilers organization. You were a Nova Scotia Oiler in uh, 1984-85, along with some names Oilers fans will remember, like Pat Conacher, Mark Habscheid, Ramo Suminen uh, was on that team. I think a young uh, Steve Smith before he joined the NHL. What do you remember about being a Nova Scotia Oiler? You know, it was it was really interesting you say that because that was brought up uh, this morning to me by somebody else, and I got thinking back about it. Mike Zanier also played on that team. You know, the Edmonton Oilers at that time 
were one of, if not the best NHL team and, and probably the best team in the world. And a lot of the young players that were coming up through their system didn't really always get a great opportunity to play with the Oilers because the big team was just too good. I enjoyed every second that I ever had playing with the Nova Scotia Oilers. Glenn Sather was the general manager. He was like a father to all of us. And again, I go back to the whole feeling of family. The Nova Scotia Oilers back in that day, which also included one of our new assistant coaches, Jimmy Playfair, we were all part of the same family. And Glenn was very, very adamant about everybody being welcome and being part of one team. Because, you know, as things went on, for example, through the playoffs, some of these guys ended up coming up and having to fill short-term roles for the Oilers so that they could win the Cups. And, you know, Steve Smith, for example, turned into a tremendous NHL defenseman. It was all because of the feeling with the Edmonton Oilers and around the Edmonton Oilers. And, again, that is something that I know Kenny wants to promote in our organization, and that just doesn't mean just the players. That includes everybody that's involved or every, everybody that cares about uh, about the orange and blue. Well, Archie, uh, it's great to have you on board, and I appreciate you making time for us here on a Friday night. Great stuff, and we'll see you around the rink. Thank you so much. Thanks very much.